Hey everyone, welcome to episode 38 of The Kin Show. Today's episode is going to be another 10-ish minutes episode on a specific topic, and today I'm going to talk about self-worth. And our worth as human beings, where does it come from? Now in the past, I've talked about accomplishments and achievements and how society kind of trained us to think these things are accomplishments or what we achieve equate our self-worth and how that's truly not the case. But today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I want to talk about other things other than accomplishments and achievements that might get mixed up as part of our self-worth, but that have really nothing to do with it. Things like how we look or the material goods we possess, shopping, where our kids go to college, how polite our children are, the way that we dress, all kinds of different things that I think have gotten confused over time as to being a reflection of our self-worth. And I want to talk about why I think that's not the case. So episode 38 on self-worth, if it isn't defined by our achievements, our accomplishments, what we look like, how we dress, or what we possess, what is it defined by? I'm going to give you my theory. Let's get to it. You're listening to The Kin Show, where we explore the intricacies of the human heart, faith, relationships, spirituality, parenthood, and more. Celebrating our journeys as seekers. We believe in love, in giving more of it to every person we interact with and to ourselves. We believe in living with intention for our children, for our communities, and most importantly, for ourselves. We believe we are all one family, one kin kindred spirits loved unconditionally by God. And we believe it's more important to actually know God than to just know about God. Seeker, writer, photographer, your host Marcella Tremoro shares perhaps way too many personal stories and asks you the right questions to help you uncover what's best for your life. This is not our practice life, so let's make the most of it. Are you ready to hear inspiring interviews and coffee table chats with Marcella? Grab a cup of coffee and prepare to transform your definition of your dream life. Here's your host, boy band lover and master of deep conversations, Marcella Chamorro. This is kind of an awkward episode to record because I kind of hit close to home. I live in a very small society, close-knit, where everybody dates everybody's exes and everybody knows everybody. It's a very small town kind of feel where I live. And it has allowed me to truly observe people and their tendencies over time. And this is not a criticism of anyone or of society itself. I would hope that this episode is perceived as an opportunity or an invitation toward healing. Because if the way that you live, and you'll see what I mean once I get into it, if the way that you live makes you feel good, I really hope you keep doing that. But if the way that you live makes you feel bad, then I'm here to extend an opportunity to maybe provide a different option for you something to think about. And that's all I want to do with this episode is to share my own experience and to provide an opportunity or an invitation to anyone who is open to it. 
And if you're not open to it, no worries. The same for you. Maybe just skip to the next episode. But today I'm going to be talking about a lot, of, a lot of things that are very rampant in our culture, not just where I live, but also I, from what I see online and from what I see on TV, pretty much everywhere. So I've been thinking a lot lately about what our worth is defined by. What makes me more worthy as a person? What is my self-worth a reflection of? And I've noticed that a lot of people put so much emphasis on how they look. So what they wear, how they wear it, their makeup, their hair, the sneakers. You know, this is not just women. This is also men or any gender definition that you want to go by. I just think humans a lot tend to define their self-worth by how they look. So if they look a certain way, if they're feeling proud of how they look, then they are more worthy that day. Now, this is not to say that, you know, wearing a good outfit is not going to provide you a good dose of confidence, but when you feel less worthy because of how you look, I think there's there's a problem with that, isn't there? If you're not feeling good about yourself based on your outward appearance, if you look at it from an abstract perspective, if you step outside yourself and think, I mean, your body is an instrument that gets you through this life, right? If it weren't for your body functioning correctly, you wouldn't be able to get out of bed, go to work, deal with other humans, interact, love, connect. So the body is the instrument through which we live. And instead of living through it, I find a lot more people trying to use it, not just as an expression of what they feel inside, but more proof that they are worthy. I'm not sure if this is making any sense, but you know, another thing that I notice is very tied to self-worth is how much money I have. Now, this can be tied to accomplishments and achievements, or it cannot be. You know, somebody can be very proud of the work that they've done, but at the same time, a lot of people don't work for the money that they have. I know this is a very sensitive topic and maybe deserves its own podcast episode, but just in general, it's an interesting question to ask yourself. The money that you have, whether it's a lot or a little or somewhere in between, how does it fit into your self-worth? How does it make you feel about yourself? Because the truth is that it has nothing to do with it. You could take all of your money away or I could give you bajillions and you'd still be the same you. Another hot topic when it comes to self-worth is what I know. How intellectual am I? How many books have I read? How many things do I know how to do? And the more knowledge that I can accumulate, the more worthy I am as a person. You see that a lot in university situations, in think tanks, in big corporations. The question starts very young. Where did you go to college? Where are you applying to college? What's your GPA? your SATs, 
you know, it starts very, very early on in our lives. When you think about it, kids that are 15, 16 are taking the SATs and dealing with this, you know, self-worth that is tied to these test scores. It just doesn't seem fair. Now, this is not to throw the whole system under the bus. All of these things exist for a reason, and I don't want to dispute them. The point is, how do you feel about the knowledge that you have? Do you feel that it feeds your self-worth or not? It kind of seems nonsensical for something to feed your self-worth when you've been given the opportunity to accumulate knowledge when other people have not been given that same opportunity, right? Something else that used to come up a lot and nowadays post-pandemic times it's kind of dropped off a bit is how busy you are. The busier you are, the more worthy you are, the more you do. This might be tied to accomplishments, but it's not so much about like climbing the ladder. It's more about that you fill your day. It's not so much where you are going. It's just that you are doing. And there's a quote that I love, which is, I am a human being, not a human doing. And as I'm running up on my 10-ish minutes (laughs) of time today, I wanted to give you my theory. So these are all just my perceptions of life. Something for you to think about. Just giving you morsels of ideas for you to ruminate and come to your own conclusions. Because I feel like a lot of the times we don't take the time to think about these things. When you sit down and decide what does your self-worth come from, what are the answers that you give? When do you feel best and why? So my theory is the following. I feel like my worth is based on how much love I give. It's not so much on how much love I have, I receive. It's not on how busy I am. It's not on what I do. It's not based on how much money I have or things I have or my furniture or my interior decorating or the nice shoes that I wear or how I style my hair. None of that contributes to my self-worth. To me personally, my self-worth is defined by how much love I give. And like I said, it's not how much love I have. It's about how much love I give. It's not about how much love I receive. It's about how much love I give. Now, this might be a very, you know, spiritual answer that maybe some people feel uncomfortable with. But if you notice, you always feel better when you give somebody love. You'll always feel better when you do something for somebody else. It's when you do something for, when you are creatively spent giving love to other people is when at the end of the day, you think to yourself, today was great. Today was a success. I really dealt with that really well. I feel good in my heart. I feel good in my soul. Now, if you break down this equation, let's say it's love times given equals worth. If you have no love, but you give a lot, I don't think that contributes to your worth. If you have lots of love, but you don't give it, I don't think that contributes to your worth. But if you have lots of love and you use it to give it, then I do think that that is defining. I know that a lot of people are thinking, I am worthy because I was created by God. And the fact that God created me is enough. And that is true. 
that I am not refuting that at all. But I do believe that God put us here to give love. And that is increasingly what I'm focused on. Throughout my day, I am more and more focused on just freely giving love to the people around me, to the people I come into contact with in random public places, whether it's letting someone cross the street, whether it's giving a smile, whether it's giving someone the benefit of the doubt in a particularly stressful situation. There's a whole range of things that can happen when you say, I want to give love. And that's what I'm focused on. And I just wanted to share this. Like I always say, I don't have all the answers. I just wanted to share my thoughts and my personal experience and where I'm at in case that it can serve as an invitation or an opportunity for you if you are looking for one. If you are looking for one. That's all I hope to do here on the Kin Podcast. And I thank you for listening to my rambles. I will be back very soon with another short-ish episode on a random topic. Some deep, some not so deep. I hope you're enjoying them. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day.